Western United, they'll be known as, and they'll play in green and black. Towards the far post, Riston, Anderton! Berisha to Yamazi! And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face, Bessart Berisha. Durante with a free hit! Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string and... Oh, Diamante! Service crew are celebrating. Call them. Never scored in the A League. Ty Cooney! That's a way to silence the doubters! Welcome to All Out West. We are joined by Western United CEO. Thank you for joining us today, Chris. Uh, first off, and this is a bit of a fun one, just to lighten the mood a bit in these these times, is it Palmy or Palmer? Ah, uh, Palmer. Respect. <laughs> Palmer, Palmer for me, mate. And, uh, what is your football story? Mine personally, uh, how I got to Western United. Uh, I played as a young kid for a team called East Bentley and then transferred, uh, went across to Melbourne City through a merger. Um, at the age of 18, I did my knee. Uh, you won't like this, boys, but I was a referee. Um, but, uh, yeah, refereed the game for about 12 to 15 years. But at the age of 26, I also went to, uh, from, I'm a Melbourne boy, but I went to Sydney and worked for FFA for three years, came back home to Melbourne, got a job with Essendon, um, where I was there for about nine years, and now I've come across the Western United. As I say, it's been probably the most exciting journey, being part of a startup and also being part of the club where we can create our own culture, our own history, and um, go on this journey all together from members, fans, players. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I think we all agree on that. Um, what would you say, how would you say the feel has been around the club since you joined and up until the season was postponed? Um, it was just, it was just, you know, obviously being a new club, there was a lot of excitement, but there was also a bit of hesitation in the sense that, you know, part of the, yeah, we didn't know what to really expect from everywhere we went. You know, we went to Geelong, we went to Ballarat, you know, we're a new team that was born 12 months ago, and, you know, we didn't know how big the challenge was going to be. But what I have to say is we've got a big united bunch of players and everyone and fans who are united behind our brand, and we're only going to get stronger. I mean, for me, the foundations we've set are um, amazing, and the journey we're going to go on is going to be something that I think we're all going to be proud of. And we're going to pinch ourselves, I reckon, in a couple of years um, when our stadium's built and um, when we put all put everything into motion of where we're going to get to. But we're lucky enough to have a lot of good people around our club at the moment. Um, how have you found the support for the club? Hey, look, the support's been good. I mean, it's I feel for the supporters a little bit because in our first year, if we've taken you guys from Geelong to Ballarat to Widen Oval, so it's hard to, um, you know, build that steady base. So what we're focused on in the coming years is to build, you know, until we get into our new stadium, to build a home that I think is in the West and a home that everyone will know, right, this is our main ground. Yeah, we may take our game to Geelong and Ballarat and all that sort of stuff, but I think we need to build a home that makes it easy for the fans to get to and easy for everyone to know, OK, this is where the home of Western United. And it gives our players a sense of home as well. I think that's an important one we shouldn't um, lose sight of. But our fans have been amazing. Um, the Green and Black Army have been very special, and I think it's only going to get stronger. When people come to our games, I think they have a good time, and, and I think they realise that the atmosphere we're creating is, is something special. We've just got to get into a stadium, you know, a smaller stadium, so we can actually have, you know hear our fans more and, and build that great atmosphere. So we're going to do a lot of work in the off-season, whenever that off-season comes, to build on that. It's uh, definitely uncertain at the moment. I found the, the Witten Oval game great for that, to see everyone just in that smaller area, and the volume was great, just had a great feel. 
Yeah, I have to agree with you. You know, the winning over, but you know, if we can take it one step even further, where you know we can box off the say, you know, we've got a lot of AFL sort of sized ovals in Victoria, but if we can somehow get to a stadium where we box it in in the west and um, it creates that atmosphere all around the stadium, um, I, like you, I think it's going to be, you know, that's who we are. You know, we're not a team to be playing in front of 35,000 people yet. We've got to build, uh, you know, we're playing arenas that. Are, uh, you know, for 10, 12, 15,000 fans, and that's who we are. And you know what? The atmosphere will be amazing, and um, it'll be good for all of us, not only the fans and stuff, but for the players and for everyone that comes to witness our um, brand. Definitely. Completely agree. I, I love the atmosphere at games. It's just a really good, fun, friendly vibe. Um, what was it that brought you to the club? Was it a particular challenge or just the excitement of something new? It's a good question. What brought me to West United? I guess um, the owners um, reached out to me probably about six months before I joined. Um, I did a bit of my due diligence and I was really excited by the opportunity. Look, I love football, so football is my number one sport. But the real thing was the challenge of um, bringing football to the West. And I just think it was an amazing opportunity to um, build something from the start and have our fingerprints on something from the start. And the ability to unite all the fans in the West and be, you know, the only summer sport, predominantly the only summer sport in the West, and give every, you know, boy, girl, mum, dad, every fan in the West the opportunity to come and witness something new. I think that's what drove me to coming along and being part of this. I think for all of us, to being part of something new in our hometown, I think is what really attracted us as fans to the Western United as well. Yeah, we can't lose sight of that, you know. My opinion on that is that, you know, First year, I think we were a little bit rushed, but in the second year, we're actually got to come out and say that a lot more and own the West and, you know, be proud of, you know, West in the West and, you know, get every boy and girl that plays football in the West to come and, you know, taste our game, taste the code and, and see what we're about. Because one thing I can guarantee everyone, whoever comes to our games will have a good time with our, you know, with our active support, with our product on the field. I think we have a good base there that we can build on and, get people entertained when they come to the game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what has been your biggest highlight this season? Oh. Um, I mean, I'm going to go... There's, there's probably two. I mean, the obvious one is the comeback against Melbourne victory at um, Marvel Stadium where we were 2 nil down very quickly and the boys came back and won 3-2. However, from a personal perspective, um, the way Mark Rudin team turned it around and we went to Adelaide one five one and got the boys playing a brand of football. I'm not sure um, in the history of the A League um, if anyone's actually gone to Highmark Stadium and scored five goals before I've got to check that out but um, to go away from home and score five goals against a team that was fighting for the final spot like we were, I think showed a good um, testament to what we'd gone through because we were challenged halfway through the season in one week we lost two defenders in knee injuries, and we uh, Chapman was sold overseas. So you're taking three um, key defenders out of our team, and that caused us to have a little bit of a form slump. But we, you know, in the, as we saw the last two games before the coronavirus hit, we turned around. We scored 11 goals and conceded, I think, three goals. I know it was away from home, but a lot of fans travelled to that game, and to score five away from home, um, from a football perspective, um, they've been my two highlights. Um, but also to, you know, to see the fans, to see the joy in people coming to the games and, you know, wearing our green and black tops and, 
selling merchandise. I mean, there's been a lot of highlights. So, um, hard to say one specific one, but from a football perspective, those two stand out for me. Yeah, so I'd probably have to agree. I was down there at Adelaide and one of my favourites down there. It was just an amazing game and atmosphere for Western United side of things. Yeah, I mean, it was a good contingent and the Western Service crew, I mean, testament to them, they all travelled and they made a lot of noise and all the other fans that travelled as well. I mean, it's a good base and this is how you build a club. You know, you've got to start from something small and we're all going to, you know, I'm going to challenge everyone, you know, every Western United friend to bring a friend along next year or even if he, you know, whenever we get to play in front of fans again and have the opportunity to um, just witness what we're all about because I think, um, you know, everyone that's come along that I've spoken to enjoys the product that we're delivering. I completely agree. I'll, I'm pretty sure you're correct about the Hindmarsh, but I'll double-check that as well for yep. our pod as well, but I'm fairly certain you're correct on that. Look, not to make you have to pick, but do you have a favourite player at the moment or a player you sit there and love to just watch? Can not say that? I mean, it's a difficult question. I get excited by, I mean, all our players in terms of what they have to deliver. Uh, I'm just proud to see how... You know, the coaching staff led by Mark have you know, been able to develop some of our younger players and get them through. So, you know, we had Oscar Dillon play this year. We had Jerry Skidatis play this year. Um, we've seen the growth of, you know, Thierry, Sebastian, Pasquale. You know, all these guys are going to be there for the longer term of the club. So it's good to see them. I mean, you know, in terms of quality out on the park, you can't go by best. You know, he's scored a lot of goals and, um, you know, all-time leading goal scorer in the list in the A-League, but not only that, you know, for us, from a new team, we've been able to score a considerable amount of goals, which has put us in good stead to where we are now. Um, you know, you've got the class of Diamante, um, you know, the emergence of Maxi Burgess. So, I mean, yeah, we've got a good we've got a good foundation there to build off. Um, you know, kind of Payne and Josh Rizzo are probably having arguably their best season in a lot of years. So, I know when Connor and Josh will play well, Seems like the whole team plays well. <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint who I enjoy, but I, I guess when I see Joshy and Connor on fire, I think we're in a good place. Yes, definitely. Um, if you had to pick your favourite goal of the season, well, which goal would it be? Well, favourite goal. Uh, in saying that, Kane's against Perth stands out pretty, pretty quickly. Um, uh, that was, I mean, that was a good strike. Um, so, yeah, I'd have to say Kone's against Perth early on, our first first goal at home. Um, that was a pretty good goal and something that stands out in my mind. But from a team perspective and from a, from an execution point of view, I'm not sure if you recall the goal against Brisbane when uh, Jerry did a great turn in the middle of the park, played it out wide. I think from correct, Aaron Calvary cut the ball in and uh, then I think Beth put it away. So that was a really good goal in Brisbane. But I have to say, from a team point of view, um, it was pretty exciting. Definitely, they were they were both rippers. There's been some amazing stuff just across the board. Um, you could have named a lot of them because there's so many monumental yeah, goals. The first one against Wellington, the any of the ones we've had against Victory, it's just been a, it's just been a cavalcade of amazing goals. And Bess has been in amazing form. How has the club been affected by the current pandemic? I mean, it's a change. We, in terms of the club being affected, yeah, I mean, it's been difficult for all of us because our inaugural year and we haven't had the challenge to go finish off what we started and, and that was to, you know, see how far we can go in this first season. It would have been an amazing story if we could have 
know, ended up in the final series. And so we're hopeful. The number one thing is we're hopeful that everyone stays safe and stays well. As soon as that and we get the all clear, we'd love to get back on the park and finish this season off. Um, you know, it might be behind closed doors, but we know all our fans will be watching, all our fans will be following us. And I think, you know, all our players are eager to get back onto the park and our coaching staff to finish off what we started and build a foundation for next year. So from my perspective, you know, it's been an amazing year and um, the pandemic, yeah, it's impacted us, but it's only going to make us stronger, I believe. Completely agree. Um, what have been the key challenges stemming from it, from the club perspective? Uh, I mean, the key challenging is the uncertainty. Um, you know, is it on, is it off? Are we going to play? I mean, you know, at one stage we were going to Perth, not going to Perth. Um, uh, what else would you think? You know, contracts are due to finish on the 31st of May. So what happens, you know, to those contracts? How do we put it? The competition comes back on in July, August. What do we do with those? Does people extend the transfer window? You know, we've got one or two boys that, you know, kind of due to come to us from other clubs. What happens to those guys? Do they come on the 1st of June or do we have to wait? So there's a lot, um, there's a lot stemming. Um, but so it is a challenging time. I'm probably working harder than I have in terms of trying to steer us through these murky waters, but so is everyone in the game. For us, the most important thing is what does the league structure look forward? How do we create some hope? Um, hope is important in these times so we can have a you know marker out there to know, all right, this season's playing at, at X time and next season's going to be played out at X. Then it allows us to prepare, allows us to get our athletes ready, allows us to get our clubs, members, sponsors all excited. So, I mean, and they're all pivotal to what we're going to build and going forward. So they are the key things that we're working on. Yeah. And the last question, because we don't want to focus too much on the negativity of the pandemic, but, um, and you sort of touched on it. Has any unforeseen circumstances changed any of the plans, i.e. the stadium? Obviously, you touched a bit on the player contract, things of that nature. Um, in terms of... Uh, it, it changes every day, and it's hard to pinpoint one. In terms of the stadium, we're still full steam ahead on that. Now, the reality on that is we're in uncertain times, and, you know, so like everyone in this world, we are getting impacted. But hopefully... Um, when, the, when we get to a point where we can um, start building and everything like that, you know, to create more work and economic, um, uh, you know, well-being of people around the area, if we can turn that project on as quickly as we can, it'll be great to get people, you know, focused on working on that and delivering our project. So, um, yeah, it's impacted us, but we'll keep working and, you know, we're just going to work within the parameters that we've set and, um, and I'm sure we'll come out the other side stronger. Wicked. Awesome. Um, how have players coping during lockdown? Like, are they doing some training sessions with each other through videos? or um, They've all been given individual programs and they're, they're coping pretty well. So um, I was uh, I took the um, opportunity yesterday to ring them all individually and spend about five minutes on the phone with every player in the list. And it was good. I mean, to a tee, um, they were all in good spirits. Um, they're all eager to find out what the future holds for the game uh, in terms of what what's going to happen either, you know, at the end of playing out this season or starting out next season. But we're blessed that we're united. We've got, a, uh, we've got a good group of players who are united behind us and, you know, ready to do whatever is required to get back on the park and stay fit and stay healthy and ready to, you know, go in and uh, do us proud. 
That's great. Because we've seen a few of the Instagram posts from like Jura and Ale and um, Bessup Rush going for a run. So it's really great to see um, all the engagement between the players and the club that are doing to keep fans involved, whether it be all the the, woo, the online woo-woo hangout. So it's I'm, yeah. from, from a fan perspective, I'm really enjoying that. That's all we have for today. Do you have a final message for fans? Anything you'd like to pass oh, yeah, on? I guess, I guess we need to be trying to stay safe. You know, keep us on your mind in terms of the green and black. We want to make you guys proud. Stay, stay, stay strong, stay behind us. And I'm sure whenever we come back, we'll do whatever we can from our behalf to ensure we make you guys proud and you, you know, you can support your team again and we can bring some smiles back to everyone's faces. I just want to say, you know, from the CEO's point of view, from the chairman's point of view, and of everyone involved in the club, um, you know, we're, we're proud and we're thankful for the support we've had today. And I have a challenge for us, all of us, and I say it to all of us, is how do we get in gear and how do we make everyone in the West proud of us? From a football perspective, the club in the West that, you know, unites all the clubs in the West and all the fans in the West. We've got to set the marker out there for everyone to aspire to be part of our club from a football perspective or from a fan perspective. So it's something that I'm really keen that we can work on over the next couple of years. We would like to thank our sponsor, Glowpair. Glowpair are an Australian company which makes self-watering planters. If you have a green thumb or would like one, go to www.glowpair.com.au or for our international listeners, go to www.glowpair.com.au.